Assalamu alaikum everyone. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the MSA podcast. My name is Lean and I'm going to be your host for the day. Uh, in today's episode, we had a very insightful conversation about hobbies. Hobbies that might seem normal or even common at first glance, but actually have so much to be discovered about them. Having a hobby that we enjoy is not just important for the fun part of it, it is also very essential for all of us as individuals to learn more about ourselves, grow, and even develop new skills that can be used in so many different ways in life. And our guest, uh, Lina Abu Suleiman, seems to be pretty on board with this idea. At the beginning, we discussed Lina's very intriguing relationship with nature, especially with plants. That's because she grew up with a family that is very passionate about gardening. So throughout her life, she picked up on so many tips on how to maintain plants and take care of them, which she then carried to her own apartment here in Riyadh. Plants became a very extensive part of Lina's life, to the point where her friends describe her current apartment as a forest. We also found out that Lina's interest actually goes way beyond gardening, because she is a certified scuba diver. So we were able to know more about her journey and discovering what the ocean is really like from the deep inside. Uh, Lina had so much to tell us about all of that and even more. This episode was certainly joyful in every possible way. So without further ado, this is Lina. Lina, you were telling me about the idea of plant uh, adoption that you guys did in the green team and how it came up. Yeah, um, it's been a long time, صراحةً, in the green team, يعني. Uh, but when I first joined the green team, the work that I wanted to do in the club, يعني, was mostly animal welfare. And يعني يعطيهم عافية. The two heads مرة كانوا بصفي when it um, came to that idea, يعني. Uh, but my idea was كنت بتعاقد مع a rescue shelter called uh, Open Paws. Um, they rescue cats in Riyadh, well, that's how I actually adopted both of my cats. Um, and we were supposed to do an, like a campaign um, talking about adopting versus shopping for your pets and taking care of the pets that you have or if you see a stray, what to do. Uh, but it didn't work out. To implement it, I can't remember what happened, but we came up with the idea of doing plants instead. And instead of adopting an animal and taking care of an animal, why not do a plant? Uh, and we had that meeting and we talked about um, adopting these plants and how to run the event. And we share like instructions for how to take care of the plant. We kind of made sure to cater the plants we were getting with the season. Because we couldn't have been so plant adoption in the shita, I would look for plants that were uh, um, in my third year when we did it again for breast cancer awareness I picked a specific plant that historically they would use to make uh, chemotherapy with um, but, and it happened to be pink yani. But, yani, it was a fun event too. It, um, I think it opened up يعني, for a lot of people to start taking care of their plants or to realize that if you treat a plant same way you treat an animal, you give it a name, uh, and like a, an adoption certificate, يعني, much more, I don't know, closer. It, it, it's yes, closer definitely. To home, يعني. You actually gave them instructions on how to take yeah, care of the yeah, plants and I everything? I would give instructions and I would give instructions to every person. 
personally, how to take care of a plant, when to water a plant, when to fertilize the plant. Oh, I would try to make it as simple as possible. I guess sometimes people feel like lazim yani a special touch to take care of plants, but it's it's really very simple. Yes. Yani if you have a plant, first thing you do is you feel the soil near your finger. If the soil is dry, then you need to water the plant. Uh best. And then keep putting your finger for soil daily. When ahsabi, let's say it's been ten days will trab uh Now you know, okay, ten days, then I need to water my plant. Well your plant. That's really interesting. Yeah. Well, did you follow up with any of the people that adopted I plants or anything? I a few people, Sarahatan. Actually one of my friends, Ilen Dahin, has her plant. Really? So Min my second year, the Hina, my fourth year, so two years. Two years, I It's really interesting. I don't remember some of the but it feels nice. Some plants died in the records of how how quick people have killed plants, yani. But um, they always come back and they adopt a new one. What I'm going to plants aren't, yani. One size fits all. Yes. Some people are really good with uh, cacti or succulents. Some people لا, indoor plants that really don't need much lighting. Yani, it's picking and choosing. Is she nasib hayatik? Is she nasib your level of care? Um, do you like to overwater? Do you underwater? And أنا نفسي, I'm a huge overwaterer. Yani, um, and my dad, who he got me into gardening and plants. Oh, it's been a hobby of his minyoma ever since I can remember. I used to love flowers. Mm-hmm. I used to love cut flowers which is funny because up until maybe middle school, I had like a deadly allergy to flowers. I don't know interest but um yeah for baba damakan مثلا يقول لي oh you should see هذه النبته عندي مره كبرت and it's a cacti وطلعت مره حلوه بالجنينه ومره هتناسب يعني جوك في الرياض i would get the cactus beti give it two weeks and it's dead two weeks two weeks والله يعني اصور له اياه انا like I'm very sorry, but ما أقدر إني ما أزقي زرعة يعني كل مرة أشوفها وأشوف تربتها ناشفة أما لازم موية وأنسى تماماً إنها هي حقة صحراء لا تبى موية لا تبى nothing just let it be وتنبسط. It's really interesting. هلا I want to get into like each part of what you said individually, but to get a little bit you know back to what you said. So you were you were the head of the green team, right? Yeah. I was okay. So out of all MSA teams, Yanni, mm. why did you pick you know, the green team in specific? Um, well, I, I don't remember a reason in particular. I remember getting the email in the club applications. Or I was in the environmental club back in high school and middle school. There's a lot to be done. The heads, Yanni were beyond amazing and were backing me up there were so many things I wanted to do has taking care of the environment the environment animals is a very personal thing for me 
I love caring for things. I love caring for people. I love caring for animals. I love caring for plants. Um, having a club that lets me do that um, on a bigger scale than بس أنا إني أعتني بنباتاتي في بيتي أو adopting a cat here and there لما I can. Um, يعني it gave me um, gave me the ability not only to do what I wanted to do but also to show other people what yes. they could do. يعني وطلعي hobbies from people they didn't know مثلا they had يعني so many of my friends بعدها started taking care of their own plants mm-hmm. او اللي دحين متبنية five cats ف it, it brings the best out that club brought the best out of people يعني من members and from people attending the events that's really interesting yeah I think I remember you know, seeing pictures uh, from the plant adoption uh, I mean that activity in specific was very interesting to me because I I wasn't even here. I think I was away. Mm. And I saw pictures on like Instagram and Twitter how like people were naming their plants and everything. I thought that was very thoughtful. The naming part, a hesmanjid, makes it personal. Yes, yeah, it was exactly. such a nice touch. And it gives it more, I mean, for people who don't really, I mean, it's hard to find people that really appreciate, like, appreciate maintaining plants for Definitely. a long time and really take care of mm-hmm. them. As you mentioned earlier, you know, like uh, adopting a cat or anything like that. But it was, it was a very interesting addition, mm-hmm. let's say. I guess when you name something, you give it its own life. And I guess we don't treat plants and our ecosystem like it has its own life. But it does. It's going to be here way longer than we are going to be here. Trees live way past humans. Our environment is going to live way past us. But it's sad to think you know, we don't treat trees, plants... flowers كلهم كانوا لهم حياة فnaming them I think gives people the opportunity to start treating uh, plants the way they should be treated يعني which is with care yeah. maybe they don't feel pain but a dead plant is never a nice thing يعني أكيد totally mm. so um, let's start getting into gardening where mm. you and your plants and all of that you said your father is really interested in that area, right? And it was kind of passed on to you mm-hmm. at an early age? Um, and I, I I got into plants من نفسي. I like to say إنه من نفسي. بس then لما راجعت عائلتي لاحظت there are so many people in my family that were truly gifted in taking care of plants. Uh, one of them is my grandma and my mom's side. Mm-hmm. Uh, recently, I was at her, I was visiting يعني, her house I noticed a very specific plant in the corner. Oh, I'm like, last year when I was here, it was blooming. I mm-hmm. said, how did you get it to do that? I've had this plant maybe five years. And I have had this plant five years. In this high-tech, she's um, a glass house with uh, thermometers that check temperature, humidity, and the acidity or pH of the soil. And I didn't see it or it or anything. But I asked her, I She's like, I know Baba just stood there and we're like, we've spent thousands trying to keep that plant alive. Nothing, nothing, nothing. You should see that room. It's like shame in outer space. Fee different color LED lights, different uh, machines that go off. 
on their own schedules to either like miss the greenhouse or increase the temperature. Remember just thinking, okay, I took and I grew up seeing my dad do this I would take care of the plants I kind of got into it but runs in the family um, just have a touch with plants it's really interesting but then you took that further when you moved here right mm. and now you have your it own it became my own thing forest, yeah it became my own thing yeah uh, every time I I have this phase, Yani Lamam. I finish a really long rotation or exam or Tabana. Automatically I want to get back to my hobbies. But I pick one of my hobbies, Yani Arjalaha completely. But after my surgery rotation, uh, I'm like, you know what? I haven't bought plants, like new plants in a while. I went to the plant store they had really cute يعني أسفل الكلمة بس cute plants وما قدرت يعني يدي تحكني إني ما 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 أرجعهم بيتي فأي bought maybe twenty plants that day إيه <تصفيق> twenty plants that day and it's been the same plant store اللي I've been going to for now four years فيعرفني and he knows إيش يناسب بيتي إيش يناسب the lighting um what have I been notoriously known for killing for keeping alive كله he knows it ف I came back with all my 20 plants. So I sent a picture to my Noura and she's like, I don't have a jungle. She's like, I don't know who lives in the house. A man or a woman? But they're slowly taking over the house. But uh, it I mean, makes me happy. Long, that's what I'm saying. As and it makes Bissa happy. My God. cat. You mo- yeah, Your cat likes plants. plants as yeah. well. He has his own plants for him. Because sometimes he likes to eat them. Oh, you know, to but I I have my own line of plants just for him. Spoil. Yeah. <laughs> it's really interesting. So regarding uh so the spores that you have at home, how do you exactly manage to get the right temperature, get the right sun exposure and take me through the whole, you know, like process of taking care because of them? plants don't speak verbally any. Yes. It's all about noticing the tiny changes. It's trial and error. Well, it's trial and error. And you say, plants aren't going to feel pain. If you kill a cactus every once in a while, يعني, once in a blue moon, nothing's going to happen. And يعني. um, some plants I will place, let's say, next to a big window. I'll read mm-hmm. up on the plant and I'll find, in, let's say, it likes being around direct sunlight. I'll put it next to the direct sunlight and I'll watch it. Suffered leaves, um, did it start losing leaves? Um, is it taking too long for the soil to dry up? Because and I like having a schedule when it comes to my watering. Um, if I have a picky plant that likes to be watered outside of the schedule, to garni, extra effort, yani. Let me the rest of your sisters or siblings, yani. Um, so yeah, if it starts wilting or drying up, oh shay, I change makanaho. Oh, I see what works for it. Um, one thing I noticed in no plants don't like being left alone. Well, I know it sounds weird, but in my bedroom, it actually has the best sunlight, best direct sunlight. Yani, and a beti, I don't get lal sunrise, walal sunset. The the way the house is built, a shadow or whatever, it doesn't get direct sunlight. But my bedroom does. 
فجتني فترة I'm like some of these plants aren't doing so well أول ما I repotted them خليني أحطهم في غرفة نومي it gets the best sun obviously that's what they need sun and water حطيتهم هناك بس I don't spend any time in my bedroom أنا I study always in the living room or I'm out يعني مستشفى جامعة بس I'm never in my bedroom يعني I rarely even sleep in my bedroom Three, two, three weeks in, legatehom even in a worse state than they were, and I was so shocked. I'm like, I kept up my watering schedule. Uh, the sunlight is perfect. Yani, what's going on? Um, uh, it's something my mom used to say. You know, plants like being around people. I'm like, oh my god, zahaltehom, zahlo minni. But to my living room, and I kept them really close to where I study al kanaba. And in two weeks. Not only did they perk up, but one of them even had like three new leaves. So I'm like, okay, they just need people. They just need attention. They want... They want that energy. They want to be in Maybe they left alone in a room where no one looks at them or talks to them. And that's another thing I do. I do talk to my plants, I'm not going to lie. Mm. Yeah. Subhanallah, I totally believe in that because when I was uh, when I was preparing for this episode, I was like reading about facts about plants and whatever, so I can like mm. you know get more of like a bigger picture of how this thing runs. And I found out that there's a lot of study that studies that basically talk about like what you just mentioned and being around people. Hatel sound. Uh, I think they compared uh, in like a certain study they compared uh, a greenhouse that had like a soundtrack like mm. going on the whole time. Mm-mm. And another with no sounds at all. And the one that had like soundtracks in it grew a lot more. Well, I think there's also another one where you said they talk to plants and it actually yeah. does affect them. I believe it's Rahatan completely. Yani. Um, so many people have similar stories and it, it just makes sense. Yani. Yeah. Nothing can grow in solitude. Yani. Apparently. I mean, they're living creatures. That's true. Um, so you would say that from what you're saying, you know, you basically observe your plants and everything. So would you mm. say that most of your knowledge is basically observational? Yani, um, and I grew up watching a lot of like Nat Geo Wild Discovery Channel. Okay. Uh, my parents weren't big on like cartoons. Mm-hmm. Baba was a firm believer in the cartoons make you but not so smart. Okay. Um, so, all of what we had on TV was either like documentaries or like how it's made or oh, history channel. Uh, my basic knowledge can from those shows. Yeah. Uh, every time we would travel to a new country, Baba had to visit uh, a garden, like the national garden of the country or a greenhouse or something. And لازم نروح every single plant store. Sometimes it gets annoying, yani. People go to see the sites or like the tourist attractions. But um, every time I go there, I would talk to people, specific plants I'm interested in, uh, how do you take care of it, um, and different countries use plants differently. One of my favorite plants is chrysanthemum. We use it to make floral bouquets. I mean, that is fine, but يعني, that's what we use chrysanthemums for. Uh, when I was traveling to the Far East, a lot of them actually use it in soup. 
Yeah, and it has healing properties and it helps digestion. The chrysanthemum has a very like medicinal smell. I wonder for its medicinal properties. But yeah, I just pick up just builds my knowledge. Was it hard to apply all of that to your own? Like, because right now you have your own apartment, you have your own plant. You're the only one responsible mm. for them. Was it hard to apply all of that information on your own? Um, or do you still get help? Every time I have a new plant, I have to send it to Baba. Okay. And then he'll, he'll talk about it. And, oh, I had this lesson five years ago. Oh, it needed kiddo, kiddo, kiddo. Oh, he's like, oh, la, and I had this. And it works perfect. And this, this, this conditions. But... Bob is like my go-to reference, yani. Bob is even more studious than I am when it comes to plants. And he has textbooks he refers back to. He has like the recorded uh looking up things on YouTube, kida of like how to take care of this plant and that plant. Um for them and the easiest way is to just to go go to him, ask him what I want, yani, who or trial and error. As a nasabatni and things worked out for me. It lived. It lived. I know it's not easy to. It's. I think it's definitely a big responsibility. Um, I remember. I think it was four years ago or something. Um, we had a lot of plants at home. My mom is. She loves plants. She mm-hmm. she had all kinds of plants uh, grown in the backyard, at the front door, in the kitchen, everything. So um, she used to take care of everything on her own and chalas her plants mm-hmm. her way her. And she had to travel for a couple of weeks and she put me in charge of taking care of the plants and watering them Mm -hmm. and whatever she had the schedule made. You water this at the specific time. She had mint grown in the backyard Mm -hmm. and it was like her child and Mm -hmm. it was just very important to her. I remember feeling stressed out the whole time. It was very stressful to me because as you talked about like watering and stuff, I would water them in like a certain amount and then Mm -hmm. I would feel that that's okay. That's a lot, a -hmm. lot of water. I would dump some and then it would feel like not enough and then I would add more and even sun exposure and heat mm. and when it rains and all of that it's a lot to grasp and just apply so um I can only imagine I mean if you're only like if you're like uh, in your own apartment right now taking care of everything on your own does it ever overwork you especially with school and um, stuff like that not really I has had to the plants I started like picking and curating to keep in my apartment I pick them for the amount of like time and care I'm willing to give to these plants. Yani. Okay. I'm not going to pick a plant that I know for sure needs 24-7 care and maintenance. Okay. Yani. Uh, I plant yani. But I try to keep plants that I have low maintenance, uh, easy to take care of. Like what? Um, like what? Yani, and snake plants are really easy to take care of. Well, I love them because they grow everywhere. Yani. If you underwater them, they're going to be fine. If you overwater them, they're going to be <laughs> fine. Uh, rubber plants, nefsashay, eshkiman. Um, all of those are off, off the top of my head, what I can think of. Because I have multiple yes, yes, yeah. Well, They all have the same watering schedule, you said, yeah, except yeah, for one. They all have the same, really except for two. One uh, is English ivy. Mm-hmm. It, it's been giving me a huge headache. I was just talking to my mom about it. Yani, 
If I water it the next day, I'll get the blana. If I leave it to dry out, then to come water it, I'll get the leaves. But I'm like, what do you want? <laughs> what can I do to help you? Uh, I changed makanaha twice. Yeah. First, it's in a shady area. The hand it's in front of direct sunlight. The hand it's then direct sunlight. Now it's in front of indirect sunlight. And shoof, yani. Just so you haven't figured it yeah, out. Yeah, I really haven't, yani. It's been losing leaves rapidly, which is very worrying, yani, when a plant starts losing leaves. Oh, um, the thing is, I remember when I got this plant, it was thriving, yani. It was full, luscious, كلها مليانة leaves. With strong leaves had the strong uh, branches. But then, I dripped a hole. And the other one is, um, it's a small cactus. It looks like a heart. But it looks like a heart. And I think it's dying. I'm pretty sure it's dying. I don't know why. Because I haven't watered it in a month. Which is normal for cacti or succulents. يعني. Um... I'm a bit of water, but it's still dying, so I don't know. Inshallah, it lives longly. Sometimes you can save plants, and yes. you can stop things from يعني, happening permanently, like killing a plant. And I have a plant that's all just branches, a single leaf, and new leaves. It's been like three weeks of no leaves, and finally, new leaves. Uh, but sometimes it takes yani, nearly losing a plant to figure out what it needs to live and survive. So what are the usual steps? Let's say a plant is like actually like dying, dying. turning yellow and losing leaves. What's like a the go-to solution? The go-to is to first determine if you're over and under or underwatering. Okay. Hello. If you're overwatering it directly, direct shams masan al for like hours to dry up the soil as much as you can. Okay. Or if even by then you realize that the soil hasn't really dried up that much, then repot it. Put it in a pot with dry soil to dry out completely. Uh, if you're underwatering it, then water it. Uh, you can soak the pot in a huge basin of water so take as much water as Oh, so that's needs. a thing? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. It's mainly like a Very basin or like a bathtub. And I do it in my sink. And then you just place the pot inside. And it'll, the roots will take up as much water as it needs. And then chiliha. I always thought about doing that mm-hmm. as to like some plants, but it really scares me. I, I don't know. It, it, it scares you because it's happening if you overwater it. Yeah. But if you time jadwalik sah and you're only doing this when it's really dried out and doesn't need water, then you're good. Yani. You're not going to overwater. Uh, I mean, from. All of this to like taking care of plants and this responsibility and sense of, you know, care that you have towards these plants. What would you say this whole thing? I mean, what the, what what is the value that this whole thing introduced in your life? I think it just extends a part of my personality who are wanting to take care of people around me. And that's why I went into medicine to take care of people or to be there for people. Um. But extending that empathy and that level of care to other things, I think in these hobbies, Yani, um, makes me more of a well-rounded person. In the, Mubas, I'm taking care of people when it comes to my career, my job, what I want to do. But also in my spare time, Yani, I get to take care of plants. I get to take care of animals. Ooh. It just lets me express my love, my love, my 
had to, a lot of the things that we're going to cover today, I, I noticed the, this pattern of, you know, things that you're into. Mm. That, uh, and it does really give me a sense of the person you are, maybe, the, the careness that, you're, mm. that you have into. I um, growing up, we used to express for things very outwardly. If you loved something, you loved something. If you cared about someone, you showed them and you cared. Does this come off as too obnoxious in the Marra Mut in the flowers? Um, is it too much in no every time I see a street cat Lazma Waggif and I pat it to Alab Maaha if we've neglected these animals? And sometimes you become more reserved, Yani. Or at least I know I've be- I became more reserved when it came to showing my emotions, especially love, Yani. They wholeheartedly for something or someone. Um, for going into medicine, showing, showing myself the only way to truly give the proper care to a patient is to allow myself to show that empathy, to show in sympathy, to show in أنا جاية هناك تماماً for this person يعني أنا ما درست دحين أربع سنين ما قتلت نفسي أربع سنين وكل الأيام اللي سفرت فيها and I wanted to give up عشان يأروح وشوف المريض and I'm indifferent to their troubles, to their problems ف- allowing myself that in my career يعني just opened up that same يعني level of emotion and level of caring and everything else in taking care of my plants, in taking care of animals. Um, yeah. I like how you compare. I mean, care is care. Mm-hmm. And I do believe that all living creatures deserve equal amount mm-hmm. of care, you know, because uh, especially plants are very delicate. Yeah. And um, I think it's hard to also uh, build up the mentality to you know, start really caring about them mm-hmm. and really wanting to maintain mm-hmm. them for a really long time. And it comes with understanding how important these plants are yeah, yeah. and a part of... Oh, it know, comes out of just... Yani, I guess with all of my hobbies, it's just me expressing my emotions in in one shape or form. Yani. Yeah. So when it comes to مثلا, art or painting, it's me expressing emotions. I don't know with words مثلا, or written words. Um, when it comes to مثلا, ballet or yoga, it's putting out... Il- different energy and sometimes you come and you're just really angry and you have the pent-up emotion some people go to more physical sports like boxing or martial arts and Leo ballet does the trick yani um yoga does the trick sometimes i'm anxious mm. um, and i go back to yoga and i get to fully express yani in a comfortable place those emotions well taking care of plants lets me Completely, the care I have for Galbi, the love I have for Galbi to plants that I know are going to receive it perfectly well. If I see the most embarrassing things to my plants and how much I love them and how good they look today and their new leaves are looking amazing, there's no embarrassment. Not to the plants, not to the kittens or cats that I foster. Yeah, you yeah, know, that's really interesting. I I mean, a million people could be doing the same hobby or practicing the same skill, but it mm-hmm. could mean totally different things yeah. to each and every mm-hmm. one of them. 
Uh, Lena, you mentioned your dad a lot during the the interview. Mm. What would you say the role he played in all of this? Um, I guess, yani, to be honest, I don't think I would have been able to do all of these hobbies or practice all of these hobbies if it weren't for my parents. And yani, growing up, they they never had kilmet no al insanohum. Yani, if I asked to suddenly when I was interested in gymnastics, they would find an instructor, find courses, whatever. If I said I was into art, they would always provide me all the tools that I needed, uh, any material I needed. Yani, they always helped me pursue my hobbies. Yani, I really owe it to my parents for being that supportive of my, ho- supportive of my hobbies. Or never making me feel like it's just a hobby or just a phase. She's going to get over it. It doesn't mean that much. doing things at home. And they really did give me that freedom to try everything at least once. Do everything at least once. Or figure out for myself And even when I did figure out the hobbies I like, they would never question it. Yani is a jitom yom and I مثلا mama I ran out of paint. Can I buy paint عشان لوحة جديدة? Yani they were always kida on my side who helping me. مو بس financially بس حتى supportive in an emotional way. إنه they they make me feel good about the things I do and they support me in whatever way they can. Yani in doing these hobbies. Mashallah. Amin ya Rab. So um, I want to move on to, mashallah, when I was reading your <laughs> like the file that we prepared for the, this episode, you have so many skills and so many hobbies that need a whole podcast to be covered. Mm-hmm. But uh, one thing that was very interesting is the scuba diving. Um, you are scuba diving certified, is that correct? Yeah. So why did you pick scuba diving, Aslan? Um, I've always loved the ocean. Yeah, and I'm- I don't remember any a day not loving the ocean. I've never been afraid of the ocean either. Well, the sea. Um, we grew up going almost every weekend to my grandma's house, and she lives by the beach. Um, most of like my happiest memories are surrounded by water and the ocean. Just growing up watching Nat Geo Wild and documentaries about sea turtles with dolphins and starfish, there is a whole other world we don't know about. Yani, I don't know why it just attracted me مرة, yani, compared to مثلا, the jungle or forest animals marine life is just it's this whole world لحالهم. Yes. and they're so unbothered yani, they're just living their life كده, underwater and it's gorgeous صراحة. Well, I just couldn't get enough I wanted to be there with them يعني, I go snorkeling from the surface of the water watching the fish تحتي. Uh, for as long as I can just to see مثلاً, uh, a sea turtle or a colorful fish يعني. um wanted to really get in <laughs> yeah I wanted to I wanted to be close I wanted to see what it That's... felt like يعني. I live by by the ocean يعني. Yeah. I um, why not so how did you get certified um we were on vacation 
in the Maldives. Mm-hmm. We were talking to the um, activities, like coordinator people, and we were talking about what sports and what activities we can do yani, while we were there. And they brought up, you, know, you can get uh, a certification to be a diver. Yani. But, um, I know my brother, we read about the course, we read about the skills you learn. And we said, why not? We're going to be here for a while. Yani, would be nice to get something out of it. Yani. But we signed up. Ano huwa. Um, yeah, that was that. How, how exactly does it happen? How long is the course? What do you guys do? What do you get exposed to? Um, so the course is two parts or three parts, really. The first part is the theoretical part. Yani, mm-hmm. There's a textbook you learn, you read, and there's a written exam when you finish. Um, and then there's all the skills you do in a pool um, to get used to the equipment, to get used to yani, getting things on and off. Uh, a lot of scuba diving is about technical things that you need to turn into a second, like a, like a habit. Yani, it needs to be something you do you're not thinking about. Masan upsal che is buoyancy, your weight. But they will have like a belt عليكي, to keep you at a specific weight but also you can take care of that by breathing in and out you take a deep breath in with melly your chest with air you become way lighter and you can actually lift yourself up really يعني, or if you let out all the air then you're going to sink but being able to control that and control your breathing out of what you want to do needs to be like second nature to you you're comfortable doing all of this underwater so that's what all the practice in the pool is for um, then you go on dives so they'll take you out to easy dives so places with coral reef fashion you're also enjoying yes. yani, the practice and places that don't have a strong current or um, difficult terrain to swim around yani, not a cave or a, um, whatever um, and you start practicing the skills that you in the pool there. So now it kind of hits you and know, okay, I'm 12. You start out really yani, shallow, so 8, 10 meters. And now I'm actually in open water. And I now need to do these skills. So skill, basically the mouthpiece that you're breathing uh, through. Um, one of the skills in Iktirmiha, you let go of it. And then you have to retrieve it. But in teen, you're now 10 meters underwater. Um, you can't, you can't uh, ascend, Yani, because there's um, any risks of ascending too quickly. And you need to find your... What's the name? I'm completely... You need to find it. And there are different ways you can find it. Yani. There's a technique they teach you to reach up above your head and to kind of look for it. But also, there is a backup. It's called an octopus, and it's on your right hip. And if you're not panicking, you'll remember it's right there. I can just pull it up, and now I can go back to breathing and continue looking for your uh, main um, source of oxygen, Yanni. Uh, but yeah, but it takes practice. Um, of course. They usually do it in five dives. Is Each dive goes between 30 to 45 minutes because you don't really change your oxygen oxygen tank. The same tank you start with, you finish your dive. So if you're panicking and you're breathing really quickly, then the dive might be 15-20 minutes. 
if you're relaxed and calm, you can go for 30, 45 minutes yani, underwater. Yeah. And with that certificate, you can technically dive anywhere? You can dive anywhere. anywhere. You can dive anywhere. Um, diving always has to be in a group for safety reasons. You always have to be in a group. Yani, I don't even recommend diving in pairs, especially if it's just the basic certification. Yani, you're still not that comfortable underwater. And when you're 40 meters under, there some scary things yani, uh, okay. some just scary thoughts you have being that deep underwater. No one knows where you are. No one can hear you if you scream. Um, yani, you need to be confident. So you said basic certification. So mm-hmm. are there like different kinds and yeah, types? Yeah, yeah. This is so. This certification can be divided into two. If mm-hmm. you go up to I think eight or twelve meters, that's called a scuba diver, and that's okay. the very like beginning. Actually, la pigabla fi bubble maker, which is for like kids. Okay. Um, but scuba diver is like your basic one. If you go for another. 10 meters fogahal, so like 20 to 30 meters of diving, that's called an open water diver. And that's the certification I have. Uh, you can go for different courses. So nighttime diving or diving in caves or diving in um, shipwrecks. Kulum, they need their different courses uh, to teach you the techniques, yani, what to do, um, how to manage, how to navigate. Um, I heard you're interested in I'm really getting interested. in nighttime. Yeah, I'm really interested in certificate. Uh, most marine life, yani jadwalhum bil So they come out at night. And if you want to see sharks, if you want to see whales, if you want to see all of the big, big animals, yani fil bahar, they come out at night. And does it not intimidate you at all? Um, I have this thing, sarahatan binu bin nafsi. I feel like I need to be scared every now and again. I like the feeling of being scared. Mm-hmm. We live in such a comfortable life. We need humbling every, every once, <laughs> once, in a while. once in a while. Yeah, I agree. Um, doing things that make you really feel scared and really feel... You're not, you can't do anything, Yani. You're helpless. I guess it resets... It it puts a reset لحياتك and how you've been living your life and how you've been thinking. But even though I'm really scared of مثلا, the deep, dark, black ocean لحالك, with no one around you, um, I had to do it. Oh, you did it? Well, you you want to do it? Um, I haven't been night diving, but I have been alone there is an exercise you do when you're training yani to get your open water uh, certificate uh, basically they'll give you a direction on your compass let's say northeast and they'll tell you to swim out 15 strokes 20 strokes whatever and then turn back and come back basically just to see if you're good with navigation if you can use your compass yani because when you're navigating an ocean yani we're not like fish that live there we don't yeah. know where to go where to come back uh, so you need to use your compass and you need to know how to use your compass so my instructor was next to the reef um, the reef was to the right of him and he told me to turn away from the reef and just swim out he told me to swim out 20 strokes and then come back he gave me the direction yani and so I went and I had my arm extended out in front of me looking at my compass and I was swimming and swimming and I kept looking back at my compass. I wasn't looking in front of me. Mm. 
I counted 15, I stopped, and I turned around like to the 360, and there was nothing there. I couldn't see my instructor, I couldn't see the reef, I didn't know where I was. I mean, I knew where I was, my compass, but يعني, there was nothing there. Well, I did the mistake of looking down. And it was nothing. The absolute void. I'm like, what if something comes up from the deep and just like, the Jaws song, the theme song, like when the shark comes, I was playing in my head. I'm like, what is this? What am I doing? In a place like this, what if I die? What if something happens? What if I get lost? And I started breathing and you can tell when you're breathing because you also have a monitor of how much oxygen is left in your tank. And I'm like, okay, I need to calm down. If I keep this up, I won't have enough in my tank to not only swim back, but to go back up. And that's a bigger problem. But I calmed down, got, I breathe, and I stood still. I'm like, Lina, you haven't felt this in a long time. Rab of what do I do? And when I calmed down, all I could think about was, Subhanallah. Subhanallah, yani. Rabbana created this whole other world They've never felt this fear No fish is born swimming Oh my god This is scary This is this is their home And this is what they're used to And it just made me It just reset My mindset How precious life is Not that I was in any danger But I felt like I was in danger Oh, it made me just realize, Yani, how amazing and um is he's made Yani. For us all we all we really notice is how amazing people are, especially since Masan I'm in medicine. So every time I study something about the human body, about Masan anatomy, physio, all you can think about is subhanAllah, this is such intricate work. How could someone could up, come up with this? How, how could anyone think this is how this works, Yani? It's so amazing. But in that moment, Nasit people. I'm like, forget people. This is amazing. This is amazing, Yani. Well, that's after I calm down. It's not that scary. Yani, it's completely dark. But oh, I've been there for like 10 seconds now. Nothing ate me. What a shame. What a shame. I finished my five strokes that I had left and then I swam back. Oh, you continued? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I felt like he would know. Even though he wouldn't, yani, he couldn't see me the same way I couldn't see him. He couldn't see me. So I could have just swam masan, 10 strokes, but he wouldn't know. But for some reason, I felt like he would. Yani. He knows what he put you through. I came back. I told him that my tank is almost up. When we were on the boat, he's like, طولتي يعني وحكيته إيش حصل And he's like, uh, you could have called um, To get attra- to attract attention when you're underwater You obviously can't really speak But you can bang, there's kind of like a metal rod You have attached to somewhere on your waist يعني. You can bang the back of your tank And you can hear it But he's like, you could have And I'm like, I was, in, I was having a moment لو سمحت 
it was um, appreciating it yeah appreciating i mean i can only life. imagine what was going through your head especially that you grew up watching the ocean and yeah you know from like behind or from like behind the scenes Mm-mm. i would say and then you were suddenly in and you can and see everything the, there's always the shark propaganda and they're gonna kill you they're gonna eat you well i never believed it so diamond and he's a um nemo i'm like if in nemo they're like fish are friends not food i think that's the quote but growing up until i actually saw a shark and I was so kidda, like, I don't, the thing is, and you have oxygen in your lungs, what happens? You float. I was in a cave, and I saw a nurse shark, and it was huge. It was maybe almost five meters long. Were you alone? No, the instructor was there. Okay. But when you're panicking, you feel alone. Yes, you totally, feel like, you're totally. Um, so the nurse shark was right in front of me. Keep in mind, nurse sharks aren't um, aggressive, nor do they have teeth. I, okay. I think they have teeth. I think they have uh, grills. They um, like whales. Okay. Um, but I was so afraid, at my inhale, and I was in a cave. And you fill up your lungs with air, you float. So I'm floating at the top of the cave and then I started panicking because you're not really supposed to bump into the ecosystem, the reef. You don't want to ruin it. Yani. It's yeah. this huge metal tank. You're going to break something. You're going to hurt some poor fish's house. Yani. And at the top of the cave and I panicked even more. I started breathing so I to sink back. But then the shark is underneath me. I don't want to sink back. لا. Was it like really close? It was really like... close. It was really close. And that was the first time I saw a shark. Then the second time I saw sharks, it was... The second time was a lot easier. The second time, blacks, I was so comfortable. I would reach out and touch them. Mm. Um, I was swimming next to them. But they wouldn't come near me, right? But, um, my dad was uh, swimming next to me. So I felt something like bump into my shoulder. So I looked towards my right and there was nothing. And I look back and I find like the shark could down me. Like I make the joke diamond when I hacky the story and it was so so close I could have kissed it. Yeah, مرة مرة كان قريب. وعادي. and I was كده stunned إني ما بتحرك but also how many times can you say you were that close to a shark? A shark. Like I had كده like just I stood still. Obviously ما عرفت إيش أتصرف. I'm sure there's a correct way of dealing يعني with a shark in the situation. I did nothing. I just stood still and it swam right underneath me and I could feel it كده. A shark, uh, shark's skin kind of feels like sandpaper. But you passes by. But yeah, what bumped into me wasn't Abuya trying to scare me. It was a shark. Yeah, I read that now you described them as friendly creatures. They're very friendly. They're very friendly. They're like stray cats. Or most stray cats, stray dogs. Yeah, they're like stray dogs. But if you have food, they'll come to you. If you don't, they'll run away. They're not interested. They're not interested abadan. But if you like if you dive with someone experienced my a certain school or family of like shark uh, sharks, they know him. And they'll this diver and they'll come near him. Like stray dogs, yani. SubhanAllah. Mm-hmm.
gonna say this a lot in this episode mm. you do have a lot of skills and a lot of hobbies that are very very interesting um and we would need a lot of time to cover all of them mm. So um so for those who don't know you also do yoga mm-hmm. prenatal and postnatal yoga mm-hmm. you're certified in both and you also do ballet and so much more but one thing that I was also very interested in and I think you talked about you kind of mentioned something similar to it at the very beginning mm-hmm. when we talked when we were talking about cats and cat adoption and stuff you said that you um work or kind of help in a vet clinic right now you help with cats and their vaccines and all of that um But it's um it started in my first year. Uh, I went to an like open house adoption for cats. Man, some open paws, and I met the owner. Um, she is like the main vet at the uh, shelter, and she would tell me that many. If you find cats, if they need help, bring them over, and we'll treat them for free. But inu, you're gonna have to be responsible for getting them adopted, Danny. at her own house she had at one point like a hundred strays uh, there's only so much she can take care of um for every now and again i would go i would visit or whatever help she needed i would do for if she needed listen another their ears their eyes um if they needed like a shower for fungus i would do it if they needed vaccines i would uh, give them the vaccines but she taught me how to do everything Uh, that's how I met my second cat, Mishmish. Um, I was just visiting, trying to help Yanni. And I saw this cat. Um, I completely forgot about this cat, Yanni. Um, in my first year, I think, I was on a highway headed to uni. Or shift on the side of the road. Um, four or five kittens have been run over. Well, I took them to the shelter, Yani, and I completely forgot about them. She kind of told me, they're not going to make it. Uh, I kind of moved on um, I came back just to help out, Yani, to see if I could help out my the cats. And she told me, she's like, by the way, من the kittens, Yani, اللي جبتيهم, only one survived. And I was shocked. I'm like, I thought they wouldn't make it, صراحةً. Uh, well, I saw her. I ended up adopting her. It's my mishmish. Um, she had a pelvic uh, fracture. She lost an eye. Um, she had her lower jaw broken, almost shattered. Uh, but because the vet and I didn't think they would make it, they didn't bother doing any surgery. All they gave was like, supplemental care yani so they would give her fluids they would give her iv nutrition antibiotics but no surgeries were done because they didn't think she was going to make it yani for subhanallah she healed her bones on herself uh when i saw her ma yani i'm like it's meant to be i sent a picture to my mom and said mama i'm bringing her back home oh bas that was that nahin she's three years old ma'ana Um, she's completely adapted to only having one eye. It's insane. Like her depth perception is crazy. Um, if you don't know, a perception needs two eyes to know the distance of things. You need two eyes. So her having lost one eye, she can't tell how far away something is. Everything looks at like the same dimensions. Plane. Are okay. mm-hmm. 
But she always reaches out تحسب how far something is before she does something <laughs> So if she's مثلا on a table وتبتنط لازم تحسب بهر paw how far something is بعدين تنط But also Mishmish is the best goalkeeper I have ever seen She plays this game in جيب قصير or uh, paper and we crinkle it up in a ball and we flick it at her كأنها like a goalie and she always catches it she can always tell exactly where it's going subhanallah and even though when she walks around the house she needs to measure where certain things are مثلا she has a water fountain she drinks from she kind of like slaps the moya she trained herself for that yeah yeah but when it comes to goalkeeping no no yeah it's her favorite game um yeah that's it it's been like years of them and I either end up stumbling upon a cat that I end up taking care of. There's a second cat, Bad Mishmish, can is Muchadir. I found him inside the Sayara. Uh, I think it was second year, can Wakta Shita. It was really cold, and we we were driving back from a class, and I kept hearing meowing. And I'm like, no way! And all I hear is like meowing, following us. Where is this cat? I'm like, it's in the car. وقفنا السيارة نزلنا and we found him like stuck inside وطلعنا and نفس الشيء gave him his vaccines took care of him he was really young he was only two months فقلت لازم أرضعه so I would have to skip classes to maintain his feeding schedule ويعني الحمد لله my friends were taking my attendance for me this no one knows this بس يعني uh, just to keep up my his feeding schedule until he became like three, four months and he could start eating um, normal cat food yani. uh, but then he was adopted alhamdulillah and the most recent one um, on Twitter um, that I know in Zaman uh, tweeted that a cat she takes care of uh, was pretty sick and she didn't know what was going on but I told her I can pass by and I can pick up the cat Oh, it turns out he had a really bad virus. Oh, I had to spend like five days vet giving him like IV fluids, IV antibiotics. Oh, he had like these ulcers all around Fammu. So I had to clean up Fammu yomi and maratan fil yom until the ulcers healed. Um, Was that at home? Or at home, yeah, yeah. I would clean the ulcers at home, but the IV fluids and IV antibiotics at the vet. Um, well, I brought him back. Dahin, he's getting more comfortable for bed. He's actually kind of annoying. He's really loud. Like his meows are really loud. Like lazim yeah, lazim. The whole house has to know where he is at any given moment. Ma'igdir, ma'igdir. He'll be, he will be asleep. Na'im kida al kanaba. Wake up, meow, and then go back to sleep. Bas kida, zaj. Um. Yeah, I think the yeah. environment changed. They're probably used to I think to so. Yeah, it doesn't feel so bad. It's okay. Well, that's really interesting. So how many cats have you adopted so far? Um, I only adopted two. Yes. So Bissabatta, that's my cat. Um, or Mishmish. Mishmish now lives with my parents. I came back one summer and they fell in love with her and they took them. It's been like three years. Since Aisha and Bet Ahli. And she loves, uh, she loves my parents or my siblings way more than she loves me. Yani. <laughs> and is a chufani to harub. Ubas, all the other cats I foster. I don't really adopt for myself. So I take care of them until someone else can take over and then um, 
they adopt a cat. Um, yeah, I mean, as I said, uh, it's really interesting, the different things that we all covered, but they're somehow mm-hmm. all like related mm-hmm. to one another. And again, as I said earlier, it comes back to the person you are and the care you really like to share and give, which I really, really appreciate. Uh, Lina, um, I wouldn't want, I wouldn't call these skills or hobbies anymore. I would mm. just say like parts of your life. Mm. How would you say that all of that influenced the person you are today? Mm. I think Zemagult, it made me a more well-rounded person and it kind of tapped into things I didn't know I had the capacity of doing. Yani, when I was younger, I used to think I was a very impatient person. But then I started taking care of kittens and plants. I'm not impatient. It's just I've been putting my time and effort into the wrong things. I've been trying to force myself to do things but I'm not that interested in. Um, for example, I'm not that good with language or languages, yani English, Arabic. But you don't write as well as your your siblings or... Um, doesn't come as quickly as my as my other siblings. Yani, mashallah, they would pick up languages like this. Well, and now I'm like struggling to learn basic Spanish. Yani, oh, I give up quickly out of some things. But then, it's not a matter of you know I'm impatient. I do have the patience. I just need to find the thing I was that was worth putting my time and effort into. A شيء اللي كنت كان مرة عجبني إني ما أحس any female tab, you know, for taking care of uh, animals, plants, Kulu kind of developed my personality and the skills I had to like learn or pick up, even though kind of saba, but because it's for something I enjoy doing, it didn't feel like a task. Yeah. Um patience, I think it matter it made me it made me realize in no shortcomings about things I'm capable of doing the things I am capable of doing are more than enough and amazing in their own way and kitten or plant that appreciates it um I was calling this cat really noisy he's been he's been staying at my house Listen, he hasn't been evicted. He's still there. He walks all over me, Diamond. He doesn't sleep and I, and I I'm okay with it, Yani. I make fun of him because he's very clingy. But Yani Maadi Radia, you know. If anything I enjoy it. it made me realize that I never knew about myself, Yani. I didn't know I was a patient person. I didn't know I was this caring of a person. Bilaks, yani, I think for the longest time I thought I was I was very detached. Also, uh, being dedicated to something. When I was younger, can I do this habit of starting something and then if I didn't get good at it or if I didn't enjoy it, I would stop halfway. Or as soon as I became mediocre at something, and I would move on to something else. But um I realized you know, it's not about being motivated. It's kind of just having the diligence to do something, to get up and do the same thing every single day. Well, that came yani, I didn't have to be motivated to study, to actually get up and study. I didn't feel like 
I don't pick times مثلا today I feel like studying so I study no I have a schedule I stick to it I have to study I have to stick to my schedule um, but that was always in a studious dirasa type of way so I'm like okay you're a diligent person when it comes to your studies but when I started like implementing that on my hobbies I realized that no fini al to keep getting better at something من غير مني امل just by staying determined and diligent اتركي motivation at jump يعني just waking up every day taking care of the plants taking care of the kittens kind of like mono it's a task but i know if i do this بفيد غيري وبفيد نفسي yeah inshallah that's all i can say um are you thinking of adding any new hobbies to the list um Salahuddin, there are hobbies I want to get back uh, into. Um, I used to crochet back in middle school and high school. And it's, uh, it's one of those things, yani, part of part of what I like about art is how how many different medias they are. Yani, so many different mediums to creating what you want to create. Back in high school, middle school, I would work with textiles and fabric. And it was very enjoyable, Sarahatan. I loved the process of dyeing and crocheting and knitting and sewing things together. Oh, I used to do embroidery. Um, but that's when I was... Ta- yani, the only reason I got to doing that was because I was taking an art course in yani, Madrasa. Um, and one of the rules, yani, you have to make, let's say, five pieces. Each of them have to be different mediums. Uh, so that's what led me into it. But then I stopped. I never got back into it, yani. Um, I still have the skills, but it's the very basics. So I think if I were to get back into something, it would be crochet, sewing. So is there anything like that is like completely new to you and I, you really want to try it out other than getting um, back into that? I love cars. Well, I love watching motor motorsports. But I want to learn how to drive. I don't know how to drive. I really want to learn how to drive a motorcycle. Mubas, mm. not just the car, but in a car. I need that for like practical reasons in my life. But I really want to be able to like ride a motorcycle. Or a car, but more automatic manual. I guess the Yeah, learning how to do harakat, like the drifting or the hairpin turns or yeah, I really want to learn that. I, I tried uh, learning. <laughs> it was I tried thing. learning how to drive, I'm not gonna lie. I and I'm I lose concentration really quickly. I drove for like 45 minutes and in the first 10 minutes I was out of it. What's going on? But I, I need to learn it for practical reasons. But I have learning how to drive like cars but also motorcycles. That's like my new my new thing. I mean, go for it. Mm? Why not? Why the not? list is already long. Why yeah. Let's <laughs> make it a bit longer. Um, all right, Lina. Um, I it was truly wonderful this conversation that we had, and I I think you're you're an awesome person. Seriously, thank like, you. not sugarcoating, and I definitely learned a lot today. Um, well, thank you so much. Thank for you so much for having me on this episode today. Thank you. First. All right, so this was our episode for today. We hope you guys enjoyed it as much as we did. Uh, this episode was prepared by the scouts Ayam Qrad and Tibar and edited by the sound engineer Abdurrahman Baqtayan. 
And yeah, stay tuned for another story.